Is breaking up with someone through text a bad thing? <laughs> we got into the bottom of that today. Just randomly, too. Oh, we got into the bottom of it. <laughs> Plus, I think we, honestly, I feel like we left points on the field in the trash flash. We probably did. I, we, I'm, I, I think I was being too stingy because that one should have cracked a thousand. That was a wild story. Plus, we also find out more information about the tattoo event we got coming up mm-hmm. and what tattoo Kelly refuses to get for me. <laughs> Plus, quitting your job. We had a lot to get to today. Man, it was a wild show. And you'll hear it all right now in the podcast. Kelly and Wood. The big tattoo event, Tattoos for a Cause, now less than a month away. That's right. October 14th is the big day, and we are joined, uh, Sean, obviously, with Fresh Skin Tattoos, and this was something that we did last year with Fresh Skin Tattoos. It was a monstrous success. Overwhelming success. Right, and so bringing it back for year two. And improving it. I think that is the cool thing about this. So, Sean, first up, we're going to be raising money for what? Yeah, uh, Pathways for Youth. It's a resource center here in St. Cloud for struggling, uh, you know, 16 to 24, the age group, 16 to 24, people who are struggling to make ends meet, um, need resources. Um, they help with counseling and getting people signed up for health care, things like that. So it's uh, they, they do a really good job. And uh, I've been there personally, checked it out. Um, I brought somebody there, uh, witnessed the smile on their face when they get, you know, a new bag of things that they just don't, can't buy every day. You know, you're talking like, uh, laundry detergent, um, food, ramen noodles. I mean, just things that you just need and get you through the day. And some people really do need that and it helps goes a long way. So that's what we're going to focus on this year. And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. So, okay. Last year when we first kicked this off, I think what we had, how many tattoo designs that you could choose from? You know what? Uh, good question. I don't remember how many, but this year we have 70. Yeah. So we have 70 designs, um, all related to something, whether it's mental health, battling cancer, illness, uh, you know, some kind of a cause, um, uh, mental health, personal growth. Uh, there's a lot of, it's a huge variety, uh, touching on a little bit of everything, um, so yeah, go in there, check it out, uh, and find something that sort of suits your story, and then uh, yeah, go from there. And these are all designed by you, like you came up with all these designs. Well, I have uh, three artists, artists in my shop right okay. now, um, two apprentices, and they all helped. We all we all designed it together, and we we kept some of the favorites from last year too, because there's a lot of them that really uh, there's a lot of people that got certain designs. So we kept those ones because they were obviously popular. Um, but outside of that, yeah, we designed at least, I'd say, 50-plus designs this wow. year together, us, us four. So That's incredible, man. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the great thing about this is, so last year when we kind of kicked this off, we didn't know how many people were going to show up. You yeah. thought if 20 showed up, that yeah. would be a success. Right. <laughs> yeah. And we had some people wait in line for 13 hours <laughs> to get a tattoo. So we changed how we're going to do it this year. It's not first come, first serve. And it's going down at Backshed Brewing, too. Yes. So, which is, I'm really excited. I, I think. Uh, me too. There's people that are going to show up, get a tattoo, and then partake a little bit. Yeah. You know? Celebrate. Celebrate the new ink. Right. So, I, this is really cool. Yeah. I felt like last year was amazing, but it was so chaotic. Mm-hmm. And there was uh, just a huge uh, line right from the start that we just couldn't catch up. Um, so, this year, yeah, we are switching it up. It's appointment-based. You go online. You schedule an appointment based on what, what, what time works for you. Um, so no lines you show up you know maybe a little bit early for your appointment but you should be able to get in relatively quick um so i'm hoping for no hiccups no lines uh, yeah the 13 hours it was pretty humbling that somebody would wait that long to get a tattoo i think it was amazing to support the cause um, but we're trying to make it a little more fun this year have it at the brewery where there's things to do um there's gonna be food trucks we got uh me mexico and uh the donut truck coming to support as well and they're gonna be donating um 
We got some vendors that'll be inside, some that, uh, you know, help with different things or they have different types of businesses that are also going to be there. Uh, so things to do, things to see, a lot more fun, a lot more laid back, less chaotic. I'm excited. Awesome. So the easiest way right now, if you text in the word tattoo, by the way, that's spelled T-A-T-T-O-O, to 320-656-9453. That's going to kick you back a direct link to the Facebook event page. Go on there. Make sure you click that you're interested. That doesn't get you signed up. Go under the discussion tab there. There's a link for you to go in there and get you signed up for your times. Now, Last year, we had three artists. How many artists are we going to have this year? Yeah, again, just keep learning from it. This year, we got eight artists. Thank oh, God. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Great, great support. Uh, and honestly, I could have more. We just didn't have enough space. Uh, so I think this is, again, something that we may even continue to grow and uh, go bigger next year. We'll see how it goes. Now, I have a question. Now that we've gotten the business side of yes. things out, we're all super excited about this. Did you really make a vertigo awareness tattoo? I haven't. Designed it yet, but I have it in my head. Finally, it's not even a real thing. Oh, it is a real thing, (laughs) sir. It's it's a thing. I mean, vertigo is real. No no one's raising awareness about it. That's the problem, and that's what I'm here to do. Some people just need to tough it up. You know, I'm with with you, Kelly. Not everything needs an awareness. I got dizzy. I got dizzy. Wow. How did? There's two people that have not been touched by vertigo. I tell you what, I got motion sickness. I can relate, man. I'm I'm with you. I'm actually. I'm going to get the tattoo because it's going to be so funny anyway. Vertigo awareness. Yeah, if, you you get a, if there's a vertigo awareness tattoo, I will get it. I think we all need to. That'll actually. be my... I'm not getting that thing. <laughs> wow. Come on, Kelly. You'd get a tattoo of your wife, but you wouldn't get, get one a tattoo for my wife. Give me a break. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't believe in vertigo. Wow. Well, apparently it's real because it happened pretty hardcore when I was tattooed him the other day. He almost passed. Oh, yeah. We're not talking about that. Did he, he almost throw up? Yeah, I almost threw up, almost passed out. I called 911. Well, thanks for coming in, Sean. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, man. I cannot wait. October 14th uh, is going to be so fun. So, last thing, Wood, let's run it down again. What steps do they got to go through to get their appointment made? Easiest way to do it, you can either go on Facebook and search out Tattoo for a Cause or just text in the word tattoo to 320-656-9453. When you get that back, that takes you right there to the Facebook event page. Go ahead, like it, share it if you want to get some other people in there. Click that discussion tab right there. It's about and then discussion. You can scroll down there. You can see all the different designs. You can go ahead and get yourself signed up for your time, especially if you're coming with somebody. Mm-hmm. Have them get it at the same time or right after you. You can kind of stack them so you can kind of support each other. I'll have a beer with you while you wait. There you go. Then you go ahead and take part there at Backshed Brewing right there in Way Park. Really looking forward to this. And last but not least, We've had a ton of people asking questions about the tattoo designs. Yes, you can take things off of the tattoo. You just can't add things. Correct. And also, if you see purple in the design, that means you can get color there, correct? Yep. You can pick whatever color it is that you want, whatever it applies to, uh, you know, whatever the cause is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, I used to have plantar fasciitis really bad. <laughs> Can we yes. raise awareness about yes. plantar fasciitis? Well, All right, I got you, Kelly. I'm a cool Just put like a foot with like a swollen ankle. Uh, yes, a swollen heel. Everyone jokes until they've been touched. I'm raising awareness for it. Uh, uh, Sean, we're looking forward to it, man. October 14th. We will see you then. I can't wait, man. Kelly and Wood. Oh, man, I love this time of year. Even though summer's over, the fact that we get to play the brain drain. Man, I love it. Yes, sir. So let's get our first contestant on the phone. Now, if you don't, if this is your first time ever hearing the brain drain, how it works is we'll do this thing, and then we keep adding to the jackpot if no one wins. So if if we get someone on with us right now and they do not win, 
We just keep throwing money in that jackpot till somebody does. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. We got Mallory on the phone with us right now. Mallory, what are you up to this morning? I'm on my way to work. All right. Ready to go in and quit? I I would love to do that some days. All right. Well, today might be your day because if you can get 10 questions right in 60 seconds, you're winning our very first jackpot of $99. That's right. You go in and you tell them, I don't need you. <laughs> Kelly Wood got me $99. <laughs> That was fantastic. A lifetime of financial security awaits you. Yeah. Now, this is only our first jackpot. It keeps growing every time we play and if someone doesn't win it. so mm-hmm. And it goes quickly. It does go real quick. Now, I have a list of questions here. Now, I have 15 questions. You only need to get 10 of them right, but you only have 60 seconds. So if you don't know the question, pass. But as we've seen before, Kelly, mm. passing is a tricky mistress to dance It is a cruel mistress because it it eats up a lot of time. So, you've got to get 10 right in 60 seconds. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go, Mallory. Kelly Jordan, are you ready? Fingers on the timer! Mallory, your timer starts after I read the first question. Here we go. Who did the Minnesota Vikings play yesterday? Oh, jeez. I don't know. The Chiefs? No! Oh. No, I mean, I didn't even watch the game. Grand opening, grand closing. Well, you're probably thinking they played the Chiefs because Kelly Jordan continuously talks about the Chiefs only because Taylor Swift no, showed I'm up. I'm talking about Taylor Swift. I don't mm. care about the football oh. contest. But that was incorrect. We were looking for the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, I never would have got that. I would have given you credit for the San Diego Chargers, too. Yeah, uh, just Chargers in general. Mallory, you know what? I like the fact that you shot your shot, though. I mean, you didn't win. We're going to throw some money on the jackpot, and we're going to play again. But you know what? I appreciate the the hustle. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly and Wood. Wood, you've been over there texting with somebody this morning about who had a question about breakups. Yes. And she wanted to know if something that happened to her over the weekend was kind of a... Copacetic, if you will. Okay. That's a big word. We'll go with that. Mm Mm-hmm. So what's going on? I wanted to know, is it okay to break up with someone by text message? I well, mean, someone did that. <laughs> did that happen to you? Yeah, someone did that to me this past weekend. Oh. And I, I frankly, I think it's a move. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to use that word in this context. So let me ask you, how long were you guys together? Oh, just like a year. A year? Yeah. That's a long time to be breaking up over text. That's not cool at all. I mean, now wait a second. What what was the mm-hmm. reasoning for the breakup? Not, not 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 putting it on you, but was there something that like, you know, did he find out something that he needed to let you know right away? I mean, why did why did you guys break up after a year? I guess he just wanted to move on and find somebody else. Um there really wasn't a reason. Oh, you're better we off. You didn't then. have a fight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wow. Now, it really kind of came out of the blue. So. Were, were Literally you, and figuratively. <laughs> were you more serious than he was in this relationship? Like, did you know that you were on the same level? Were you both saying, I love you? And was it, you know, are you sure? Why was, are you making excuses for this scuzzbag? Oh, because I want all the facts. Okay. So were you guys on the same level? I, I mean, looking back, probably not. I think I was more invested than he was. Okay. So. Now you don't live, like he doesn't live in like Antarctica or something, right? I mean he's he's around you, correct? Like you guys live near each other. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a knob move, man. A it, major knob move. It is, but I just like I said, I just want to get all the facts because maybe it wasn't as serious to him as it was to her. You broke up with someone on text, didn't you? That's none of your business. Yeah, it I is. I have been happily married for fourteen or fifteen years. What I did before then doesn't matter. I think it sounds like you broke up with somebody over text message. I can I say something, uh, Andrew? Andrea, may I say something? Yes. I initiated a breakup through text. I didn't. Oh. I didn't complete it, but I Not initiated cool. it through text. But then I got on the phone, and and finished it, and finished it after that. And that was like maybe a, was about an eighteen month relationship, maybe eighteen months. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty long. It now- was. And look, I'm not proud of it. I have said this many times. Anything I did in my twenties, I hate myself. If if I met my twenty year old self, I would hate that guy. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get a little closure here. All right. For yourself and Andrea, how about this? Yes. You apologize to Andrea as if she was that girl you broke up with text message. And then Andrea can have that closure and you can have that too. Can, can I say something else though? Oh God. That girl that I broke up with through text is now a multi-millionaire whose husband owns like six nightclubs and seven restaurants. Oh yeah, she's doing better. I did her a favor. Without a doubt. I was living in my mom's basement seven years ago, so I don't want this guilt trip. And maybe this works out better for Andrea too in the long run. Right. But this I still is- think you need that closure. Andrea, on behalf of all men, mm-hmm. well, not all men, <laughs> all men who have ever been, I'll bleep this, but d- mm-hmm. to do something this heartless, I really do apologize. And, and how old are you, Andrea? I'm 30. Okay. So uh, then you were dealing with a boy, not a man. Wow, was he 32 also? Yes. Wow. Yeah. See, I wouldn't have done that in my 30s. He's a bum. In my 20s, I did, but not in my 30s. But he is going to realize one day he's going to have a memory that he hates to think about, and it's going to be breaking up with you over text. That memory comes up in my bank sometimes, and I hate my... I sweat. I start to sweat over it. You should. That's embarrassing. Now, let me ask you this, Andrea. You're not getting back together with him, right? No. Good. You shouldn't. Sister, you you dropped the zero. Now you got to go find yourself the hero. Yeah, there's a millionaire out there. From my history, I can tell you there's a millionaire waiting for you somewhere out there. Let's hope. So what is your plan now? Are you back on the dating scene already or or what? Just this past weekend, man. Give her a break. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, get, I need to take a rest. Okay. Um, I'm still processing. I'm still processing and trying not to fall apart. In all, in, um, in, like in all seriousness, you're better off. You're yeah. better off. If you were with somebody who was going to do that, something like that, then you didn't need them. Yeah, you're good. It's a complete jerk move. You bet. I, I agree 100%. Yes. It's time for Happy Hour. Focusing on the good news with Kelly and Woods. I got great news for you. My gosh, anytime you hear about a toddler going missing, it just gets you sick to your stomach immediately. Because you put yourself in that position. Even if you don't have kids, you can just imagine the horror that goes through your mind. Well, that's what happened when a toddler who lives in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan wandered away from her home. Now, this is about 8 o'clock at night that they noticed that she wasn't around anymore, and the parents obviously went into a panic at that point. Oof. Now, the one thing that gave them a little peace is that they saw that the two family dogs were gone as well, so they hoped that they were all together, but they had no clue what was going on. Well, they got state police involved. They were flying drones everywhere, police dogs Everybody joined in the effort to find this little girl. Well, they did finally find her. Luckily, someone who lived in the area, and you got to, I've only been to the Upper Peninsula once, but I know it's like nothing but woods up there. Mm 
It's actually pretty beautiful up there. So you can imagine how hard it would be to find someone, even if you got a drone and a helicopter, and it's, it would be really tough. Well, there was a man who lived nearby who just happened to be on his ATV, and he was he heard that there was a missing girl in the area, so he was looking for her, doing the best that he could on his ATV. But again, it's such dense forest. Well, about three miles from her home, this gentleman on the ATV saw something. He saw two dogs in the woods, and or he saw one dog in the woods and thought, okay, this isn't normal. Mm-hmm. So he goes over to where he sees the dog sitting there. Well, this dog was standing guard over the little girl who was using the other dog as a pillow to stay warm. And this other dog was kind of laid up against her, too, to keep her warm. You and I say this. Dogs just know some, like, they just... They we don't have deserve this, them. We, we don't. They have this instinct that we just can't even begin to comprehend. Well, then he, this gentleman who was on the ATV contacted the authorities. The authorities were able to go over there. And Lieutenant Mark, who pulled up on the situation, said, it was amazing to see that one dog was laying there still for a pillow for her to keep her warm, and the other dog was snuggled up against her while keeping watch so no predators would come around. Mm. Now, I don't... It doesn't... I read through the story. It doesn't say how long she was missing. But she was three miles from her house. So she had to be gone for a little bit. Right, a little toddler. And then she was laying down sleeping. So she was gone for quite some time. Mm. And thank goodness just everything played out. But just, it's amazing. Even this guy even said when he pulled up on the ATV, the dog didn't move. Yeah. Which you would think a dog would get excited. It would see somebody maybe go charging after them or whatever. Dog didn't move. Stayed right by her side the whole time. You know, it, I have a dog. I do as well. Little Grub, not a huge fan of me. Right. But like, if I start wrestling with Murphy, yeah, he hates it. Yep, he hates it. And I I'm bet. like, settle down. Like this that's is her a, buddy, though. But I honestly, I like that. You know, if yep. somebody came into my house and started messing around, yeah, you better start going crazy. Yep. It's you're right. There's like almost like a paternal instinct that they have. When when my wife was going through, you know, the the thick of all her cancer stuff with the chemo and everything else, our dog would just like every time she would sit on the couch, he would come just lay right by her. I'm sure he could. I'm sure he could smell it on her or whatever. Man, it's it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing, and that's why I love this story, man. And they found the little girl. Heck yeah, love it. Ah oh, man, love it, man. What we'll keep doing these stories, man. Got to. It ain't nothing to throw this out there in the universe. I love it. Little beacon of light in the darkness. We'll do it every single day thanks to Audio Video Extremes. That was your happy hour. Kelly and Wood. All right, it's time to do it. Test my football knowledge. But it could mean a Vikings game for you. That's right. All thanks to Pepsi. We want to send you to see the Vikings take on the Bears and get you qualified for that sweet package as well. We certainly do. And Cindy is our contestant. Cindy, are you ready to play? I'm ready. All right, Cindy, here's the deal. I'm going to ask Kelly Jordan a question. You will tell me if he will get it right or he will get it wrong. All right? You don't have to know it. That's it. So, the question today is, Justin Jefferson, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, played on one of the greatest college football teams ever. What college did he attend? Now, Kelly, you think about that. Okay. Cindy, will Kelly Jordan get that right or wrong? Wrong. Okay. Okay. Now, if he gets it right, we're going to go to the, one of the texters texting in the word Pepsi right now. All right. Kelly Jordan. Justin Jefferson played on one of the greatest college football teams ever that won the national title. What college did he go to? Here's the thing. You know, like how on Jeopardy sometimes they say there's clues inside of the question? Mm-hmm. I think there was a clue in the way you phrased that question to me. Uh, okay. By you calling it one of the greatest college football teams of all time, right. I'm going to think that it's one that you like. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said that. Okay. So I'm going to take a shot in the dark here, and I could be wrong, but I'm going to say, did he play for the Ohio State? 
No. Oh, man. We'd love to have had him. I, said, I, I figured when you said one of the greatest teams of all time, you were talking about your favorite team. No, his LSU Tigers football team was phenomenal. They were okay. an offensive juggernaut. And he won a national title at Louisiana State University. So Awesome. <laughs> Kelly is wrong. Cindy, you are right. And you hey! are now qualified in to see the Vikings take on the Bears. All thanks to Pepsi. And you're qualified for that grand prize, that sweet package, okay? Awesome. Thank you. Hey, if I'm going to get it wrong, I'm glad somebody can at least win. Oh, my. <laughs> Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. So it was Sergeant Sean Carter, Carter, Cotter, whew, who invented the Rick Roll. And if you don't know what the Rick Roll is, I mean, real quick, it's just you send somebody something, they click on a link, and they get... Did you see what Grandma did? Yeah. Click the link, boom, straight to this music video. You get Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Rick Astley, this song was the biggest song of 1987. Oh, man. And after having this song, he actually stepped away because he said he didn't really want to be famous. He didn't like being famous. It, wasn't, it didn't suit him, he said. He had a wife and kids, and he just wanted to be with them. That's rare. And he said he had made enough money off of that where he never really had to work again. So he just wanted to do that instead. Now, he has come out with records in the U.K., I guess. He was saying in this documentary that he could he can sell out stadiums over in the U.K. But if he comes here, he does like 1,000-person nightclubs. But, well, but either way. Play Rick Roll and let's get out of here. Right. Yeah, everybody's waiting for that last song. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Sean Carter, Cotter, I want to keep wanting to say Carter. Sean Carter, there used to be a meme called a duck roll. So you would click on it, and it was a picture of a duck on. This is like the original meme. So it was a picture of a duck with wheels on it, and it was like, you just got duck rolled. Well, he thought that that was funny, but he was thinking, what would be better than that? And he was saying that this video had come up on YouTube, which was kind of new back. It wasn't new in 2007, yeah, but it wasn't what it is today. So anyway, in 2007, this video pops up. And he was like, that's just the most 80s looking video I've ever seen in my life. So he goes on 4chan. And he starts posting like news stories. Did you see what happened in you know Japan today? Mm-hmm. People click on the link and they get rickrolled. After one night on 4chan, it had almost ten thousand shares already. And back in two thousand seven, it was a lot. That's huge. I mean, today it would be huge, but back then that was unheard of. And the rickroll, Rick Astley's never going to give you up at this point right now, has 1.4 billion views on YouTube, which it did not have even close to that before people started getting Rick Roll. Right. Because it'll a lot of times it'll bring you to the YouTube link. It's not wrong, though. It, what do you I, mean? That video looks like the 1980s. Can I tell you a fact about the video? That video was shot when they didn't really know what to do. It was 1987. Videos weren't really a huge thing at the time. And all videos looked like this back in 1987. So they told him to just go home, grab a, grab whatever clothes he could find. So he grabbed the duster? He grabbed the duster. Okay. The duster with the turtleneck. That, mm-hmm. was, that was his look. And like you'll see a guy doing like a backflip in the video. Yeah, there's the black bartender who's like just doing gymnastic and routines. He's like spilling drinks all over the place. Yeah. But that was just a dancer. And he was like, hey, I can do a backflip. And they're like, cool, we'll throw it in the video. So they just made this video last minute. He was like, it was at a street down from his house. They just found a brick wall and a fence. Hey, kind of a cool story. And the fact he was like, thank you so much, Sean Carter, because when he goes and does shows now, everybody, people in their teens sing along. My daughter knows what a Rick Roll is. She's 14. The song jams. That song came out years, 20 years before she was born. And I would love to dump all over it. But even like if you go and look at videos from the 90s. 
Yeah. When music videos were like at their absolute apex, right? They were, they were totally nonsensical. Oh, they were so weird. Like every every three videos just has like an old man without a shirt on. <laughs> the video for Crash Into Me yeah. by Dave Matthews is the is to me encapsulates that era of like what is this even? It's all like LSD fever dreams. Someone's dressed as an angel. Yeah. But, you know, has like the stigmata. I'm like, what the hell is going on in this video? There's like water dripping into a bucket. <laughs> like, oh, it's so deep. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> but if you ever get Rickrolled, you can sh- thank Sean Cotter for being the one who invented it. That's not bad. Thank you. You brought it today. I like that one. And if you didn't like it, not much I can do now. Go watch the Rickroll. It's out there in the universe <laughs> now. But I'll have another one for you tomorrow, and you might not like that one either. And I don't really care if I'm being 100% honest with you, because sometimes i got to look you dead in the eye and say out loud to the world that, <laughs> maybe a dead man. Kelly Wood. When we talked to Lauren on Friday, we found out that she was going to go into her job and quit because she wants to be an actor. She was, you got so excited. You almost went and quit yourself. I did. And I don't even know what I, I got a family to feed. Yeah. So I I, I squashed real quick. Your emotional high lasted about four minutes. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? I'm living vicariously through Lauren because I love seeing someone chase their dream. Lauren, how was it going? How was your weekend? Hey, I'm good. Uh, How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Good. Did you go in and quit? I did, I did. Okay. Uh, my boss was was not happy for me. You see, I, I do like to follow through. I did just kind of go in. I was like, hey, I'm gone. And I left, and she was all like, why are you leaving? You can't leave. You got a whole shift to do. And I walked out. I walked out. Smooth out. That's kind of how I quit at the Olive Garden when I was working there. Because, again, I got a call to do a radio shift that weekend, and I had tables and everything. I just walked right out. Man. I just left him sitting there. Somebody's waiting on that ravioli still to this day, probably. <laughs> so awesome. Okay, so you shed that old baggage. Now what? What? what's next? Well, you know, I, I've, I've applied for um, some of these uh, open calls here, and I'm hoping that, that that works out for me. Have you done? Trying, trying have you, to be hopeful. <laughs> what's that? I said, try to be hopeful. You got to be. Sometimes that's all you got. Have you done anything acting up until this point? No, no. I'm, oh. I'm completely new to this. Yeah. I just, just decided this was what I wanted to do. Okay. Now, Lauren, can I ask a question? Because obviously we got caught up in the excitement of you quitting your job and following <laughs> your dreams on Friday. Did you think this out really... Or was this more of an impulse, what the hell, I'm done with my job because you didn't like your work, and this is what I'm going to go chase? It was kind of an impulse. Okay. Okay, I, and, then, then again, I that's not a bad it. thing. I know? respect it. Here's the other thing, too. If you find yourself in a bind, you literally can't walk down the street right now without someone offering you a job. That's true. So if you were to... That's true. You are in the... Oh, my gosh. You're in the best time right now. You're 25 years old. We're in a climate right now where you can get a job in 30 minutes if you need one mm-hmm. and you're pursuing your mm-hmm. dream you, you can do remote work you can do DoorDash. you can, oh my gosh you're not coming in tomorrow are you i don't know man <laughs> something's happening inside lauren has stirred up something inside of me yeah, this is my, great. Gi- my gypsy soul lauren if he quits you got to come fill his role here all right <laughs> all right all right i'll be my first acting job yeah, yeah. and trust me and trust me it's hard to act like you like sitting across from wood every morning how dare you that's sir. not true <laughs> that's hurtful that's not true i love wood to death well but. hey lauren if this does explode and obviously we are absolutely hoping for that you know remember us little people when you make it big okay heck yeah i'll call back 
There uh, yeah. you go. Maybe we'll have you on the show one day when you make it on Law & Order. Thank you. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. Oh, yeah. Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the Trash Flash. We're headed to Florida. California, my friend. West Coast trash. Yeah, not many from out there in California. No, there's not. That's why I didn't have anything ready to go. Takes a lot to get arrested out there, but that's what makes this story of Jesus Carino Ortiz so special. Now, Ortiz was driving down the road in his Toyota, and he was headed to the liquor store. Oh, sorry, I dropped you. Oh, yeah, you got to crank it up, because he wanted to get to the liquor store, right? Okay. So, I should mention, this is 2.30 in the afternoon. Maybe he's ramping up for the day, right? Don't you judge him. Don't you judge him. Well, sure enough, he comes down the road, pulls into the parking lot, but he doesn't stop. Hell, he doesn't even slow down. Instead, the Toyota rams straight in to the liquor store. Ray's liquor store now has a (laughs) drive-thru. Now, you think maybe that's kind of trashy. That's trashy, yeah. We're not done. That's when Ortiz got out of his car, inside the liquor store, walked over, grabbed a bottle, and headed straight to the cashier. (laughs) He popped the bottle of liquor up on the cash, said, hey, so, what do I owe you? What's the damage? What's the damage? You hit my business. As you can imagine, even in California, police show up when someone drives a car into a building. When authorities got there, well, Ortiz was still trying to purchase alcohol at the counter. Dang. I should mention, he was, in their words, severely injured from the wreck. (laughs) Just bleeding out right there. When cops showed up, he said, what are they doing here? And tried to limp off. It was a very short chase because they said, dude, you gotta stop. You need to go to the ho- the hospital. Ortiz said, fine, let's get out of here, but make sure you throw that in my car, all right? I'm gonna need that when I get out. A little pain medicine. As you can imagine, he didn't get out. <laughs> That's because when he was at the hospital, they decided, you know what, let's go ahead and chuck his blood alcohol content. Here we go. He checked in at a robust. Point three two. Yeah, man. Four times the legal limits. That'll get you there. By the way, also, when he was at the hospital, he had no recollection that he had ran his car into the liquor store. That's going to be a hard hangover the next day when you figure that out. He was arrested and hit with a DUI and also driving on a suspended license. Lock him up. He's bound down, buddy. All right, so obviously the trashiness begins. Running your car into any sort of establishment is trashy. Big time. 175 points on that one right there. Mm-hmm. Getting out of the car and continuing to shop mm-hmm. as if nothing had happened. Sir, what aisle is the Cabernet? Man, I got me one hell of a spot. <laughs> I'm going to be in and out of here in no time. Eat your heart out, handicapped people. I'm going to give that 175 points right there. Um I guess continuing to try and buy the liquor as police are showing up. Mm -hmm. That's trashy, man. Something wild going on outside. I'm going to give that 150 points right there. Mm -hmm. Um, The blood alcohol level, I got to score that. 0.32. 
So that's 320 points that we're going to add. We may crack 1,000 here. Get the intern house band ready. Okay. Uh, he was arrested. That's 75. Driving on a suspended license. We'll give that 100. That'll get you two. All right. What else do we got, Wood? I got, I think, everything on here. I think that's it. Oh, we got so close, dude. <sighs> this is the closest we've ever gotten without going over. Points are the points. Are you ready for today's score? Come on. Our gentleman making his own path in life earns himself a whopping... 995 points. Trashy. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break of the day. We talk a little bit about uh, Timu. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about how my wife won't let me get the boat I want. And how I am telling you how to establish dominance. <laughs> That's right. In your relationship. You've never steered me wrong before. You won't do it, though. No, hell no. No. All right. And we'll get into more than that, I'm sure. I don't remember a lot of it, though. <laughs> it's our first break of the day, and we tag it on the end of the podcast as our bonus track. Kelly and Wood. Live. There it is. That's the button. That's the ticket, as the kids used to say. Come on now. Would I want your team to only do great things? Because I want what's best for you in this world. About time. I mean, mean, Charlie's already texted in this morning and said, or Craig, excuse me, and said, let's go. Now, listen. Let's go. Again, I, I love to see you happy. I love when your team wins. But, dude, this song is. Yeah. You love the Cleveland Browns. Here we go again. Woo! Tell me you were singing that around the house this weekend. <laughs> I didn't. When, when did they even play? Uh, watch your mouth. Was it yesterday? Yes. Oh, okay. Sunday. It was a great football weekend in the Wood Casa, even though the Cowboys cost me a grip. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> you know? What, uh, so you, you hit all your, uh. You hit all your bets. This no, weekend. far from it, actually. Oh, okay. Far from it. But Ohio State won an awesome game Saturday. All right. Which, by the way, was awesome for the fact of my son actually really seemed to kind of get into the game. Nice. No, I'm not going to lie. the torch. I'll be real with you. He was into the game only because he didn't want to go to bed. Uh, well, hey. You That's know okay. What? Yeah. Football, That's okay. Football is football, no matter whether it's happening past bedtime or not. But I'll be honest with you. There was a moment where the old man, a.k.a. me, yeah, I, I wasn't in a good headspace. <laughs> Why? I believe that we, we were going to lose the game. Oh, okay. I was pointing the fingers. At, at your son? At many people. You're bad luck. Many people were catching haymakers. You've been a curse on this family since the day you were born. And my son, literally before the drive, goes, Dad, we got this. Nice. Now this... And a child shall lead them. This shows you... How innocent children can be. I have had the old pecker slammed in the cord, car door. What did you say? F you, son? <laughs> <laughs> I just... No, I, I literally said to him, I said, you know what, buddy? You're right. And boom, Ohio State goes right down the field, scores. All right. Wins it on a, on the last, almost the last play of the game. Awesome. Epic moment. And it was cool. And, and he was hyped. Now, the next day, do you want to watch the Browns? Uh, <laughs> the boys are outside. I'm gonna head outside and play. Fine, nice. You know? Yeah, that's all right. But it was it was just it was nice to have. That's cool, man. Well, should we get this morning going or what? I guess we can. Oh my. Anyway, man. So you you were, you were talking about Timu before we went on the air here. I have a question. If anyone out there has used this, my wife has used Timu. Now I've been told, which means China has all our information. <laughs> well, that's what I've been told. It's Chinese propaganda. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. And if you don't know what this is, if you, you've never been on social media, you've been scrolling, and all of a sudden it shows you like, oh, hey, a PlayStation 5 for $31. 
Yeah. You know, or whatever you've been searching for, because they have all your information, you know, it'll go through. You're looking for a vacuum cleaner or a saddle. Who knows? Right. It's everything. Everything is there. And it'll pop up and it'll show you the exact same picture of whether you looked at it in the store or Amazon, wherever. Yeah. And it's no BS. 90% off of the price that you've looked at before. Right. I have been steadfast against this. My wife, on the other hand, I just found out. She wants to go, like, you and your your wife and daughter went to a Taylor Swift concert. Yes. It's not just going to a concert. You have to do bracelets. Right. My daughter has made about a thousand bracelets. Right. So my da- my wife is taking my daughter to the Taylor Swift movie experience. The Eras movie. Fine. Whatever. Plug in, man. I've Plug called it in. hell on earth. Hey, did you see her at the Kansas City game yesterday? Yeah. That caused, I, that is, don't that, get me started. That's that not an argument in my house. That caused quite a stir in my home. Yeah, thank you. Because I can you get her off the TV? I just want to oh, watch football. lighten up. No, she has infected every inch of my life. Lighten up. Let me have football. They showed Taylor. her for 10 seconds. And it was glorious. 10 seconds every four seconds. It's Taylor Swift. If Elvis were there, they'd do the same thing. He's dead. Right? They'd be like, holy crap. <laughs> At least that would be news. <laughs> we got ourselves a story. I'm sorry. I digress. But yes, I thought Taylor looked phenomenal at the Kansas City game. Of course you did. It's the only reason I watched it. Getting back to my point. Yes, Timu. My wife has bought beads from this Timu. Yep. My, we're living parallel lives. Dude. I literally, and I'm not like being hyperbolic here. I think I have six million beads in my house at this point. And by the, my wife swears up and down it cost her eighteen cents. They're they're insanely cheap, and I don't understand how they even cover shipping and handling with that. I can tell you, child sweatshops, you know, child labor, whatever you want to call it. Even child labor, that seems like a low price. Does it? Because like the shoes I'm wearing, I'm pretty sure these were child labor, and these are you know pretty expensive. That's nice. Who was? I'm, it was I'm just, just saying that wild to me. Yeah. So to me, and again, this is just me. I'm thinking there's got to be something else to this. Well, of course, dude. It'll all come to light at some point. I was scrolling through the other day. I don't know what app I was on, and a Timu ad came up. And it, I think it was maybe I was on TikTok. I don't know what it was. Oh, and, boy, you're just <laughs> deep in there, Chinese, well, no, but, but Red. I, yeah, give it all to me. <laughs> I welcome our new overlords. I was about to say. But no, I, and I was like, how is that thing 13? It was like a pair of sunglasses. They were like imitation Deion Sanders sunglasses. And they were like 13 cents. How? I'm like, what? How does that even cover anything? It's like when you go to the Dollar Tree. I don't know how often you go to the Dollar Tree or Dollar General or any of those stores. Actually, when over the weekend to get some a new load up of sunglasses. Okay, perfect. I'm always like, how? How can you sell me a glass for a dollar? You know, like a tumbler. Right. Like what who's what profit are you making on how is there any profit to be made on one dollar? Like how do those stores stay in business? You would have to sell ten thousand things a day. To, it feels like to make any sort of profit. Now, here's my thing. I know it's, what, 5.52 in the morning. Oh, boy. It's quite early for conspiracy theories. But I think oh boy, that this Timu is putting prices like this. They don't care about making a profit. 
I just think they want our information. I think they want oh, backdoors into all of our devices and everything. What do they always say if they give you something for free, you're the product? Yeah. Like, that's what they say about social media. The reason why it's free is because we're the product. Because they're mining all your information right. at all and times. They, and they know, like, they know how long you pause on certain ads. Like, they know mm-hmm. everything about you. And we've just walked into it. Or do, you, do, 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 do. or the worst is, like, when you accidentally click an ad. Oh, and then that's all you see? And then you just bump. Parted with that same advertisement for a month. Boat ads right now on my social media are wow. all I see. That's well, because I've been looking at boats. Mm-hmm. So I and I think I found one, but my wife won't let me get it. So go buy it. <laughs> I want to so bad, dude. Take your manhood back and go buy it. It is everything I've wanted in a boat, and it's cheap. It's like it's I'm not because I'm not going into crazy debt over a boat. That would be stupid. No, I got crazy debt over other things. Right. <laughs> but I, I found this boat, and I said, Brianna, this is it. This is the one. I don't like it. I was like, okay. Too you, bad. You, I don't like you, but I bought that, didn't I? I was like, you go out with me like once a year. Like, maybe this could just be something for me. I don't know. Just buy it. I can't, dude. Why not? Because that's, that's a big purchase. So what? It's a big purchase to just be like, it's like your dad buying the Harley Davidson without your mom knowing. Exactly. It's a big purchase. And they fought for what, two years over it, you no, said? No, 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 no. They didn't speak for like three days. Oh, that oh, I could eat, I could do three days standing on my head. That's what I'm saying. That's like a little vacation. And then, once she knows that you're willing to just do whatever you want... That sets the precedent. She starts to walk the line. (laughs) I'm just saying. And that's spousal stuff, right? Like, if Andrea said she was going to leave me, and I'm like, no, you're not, and she left me, guess what? I'd have to go win her back. She wins. And the next time she said she'd leave me, I'd be like, well, crap. She She did it once. Let me actually leave. It gets easier every time, I'm guessing. And fine. I will pick up my dirty clothes. This is how you set boundaries, man. I'm feeling so good today. There you go. No drinks over the weekend, which always makes for an awesome Monday. Ah, you dried out, huh? Yeah, I did. But man, my wife has been snoring so bad lately. I had to go sleep in the guest room in the middle of the night last night. Dios mio. I was just like, I was trying to like jostle the bed to maybe, you know, roust her about. Get her to stop snoring. Finally, I was like, I'm just going to go sleep in the guest room. Does she have sleep apnea? I don't know. Ever since she went through chemotherapy, she's been a terrible snorer. I don't know how those two are correlated in either way, shape, or form. My wife gets, like, visibly angry when I say, hey, you snored last night. You may have sleep apnea. Oh, yeah. that's Why is... It's like you're in your sleep. You can't control it. I guarantee you, my wife will send me a message here in a little bit when she wakes up. She'll see that I slept in the guest room, and I'll say, well, you were snoring really loud, so I had to move, and somehow that'll be my fault. Mr. Kelly, why? Why does your wife get mad? Mine does does the same thing, and I'm wondering if you have a theory on this. Okay, so here is my theory, is I believe that my wife instantly thinks that sleep apnea is a fat person thing. (laughs) Now, to be fair, I do think more heavyset people struggle with sleep apnea, but there are skinny people that have sleep apnea too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's a real thing. And I just said, like, look, there are times where you're, like, snoring and... You quit breathing? Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. It scares me. And I I, I said, look, babe, I I care about you. Yeah. You're the one who forced me to go get this checked out. I just think maybe, what's the harming? I'm not going to do it. How dare you? How, how, ah, I'm like, (laughs) relax. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just worried about your long-term health. Right, because it can, it can kill you. That's what killed Kirby Puckett, man. Reggie White. Right. 
Yeah, you don't know who that, that is. Yeah. And the rest. Yes. Reggie White, football player. There you go. For the Browns? No. Uh, oh, so close. <laughs> I should have stopped that football player. No, there, there's actually a really funny story about that. but About him dying of sleep apnea? No. Sounds like a hoot. Reggie White was like one of the first ever large free agents in football, right? Okay. And he had it down between two teams. He was either going to go play for the Packers or play for the Browns. Mm-hmm. He's a very he's a deeply religious man. He was actually a preacher. And Mike Holmgren, who ran the Packers at the time, called Reggie White and left him a voicemail and said, Reggie, this is God. Sign with the Packers. <laughs> and he signed with the Packers. Now I don't think that was the reason why. I was like, boy, if he was highly religious and he was fooled that quickly by someone claiming to be God. But hey, I just I, I, I whenever I hear about Reggie White, I think about that. But getting back to the point, that was a hilarious story. Sleep apnea is a dangerous thing, man. I, I why you, you gotta tell me? Well, maybe you, you gotta be looking out for your spo- la esposa. No, she never quits. She never quits breathing in her. It's constant, just loud, loud snoring. You don't know that. Well, yes, I do, because I'm awake through the entire th- process. Not the entire night. It's pretty close. Okay. So, luckily, you know, we have a guest room right across the hall. Boom. Conked right back out. Now, I will, when I was at my biggest, I could snore. There were times I woke up, like my brother's bachelor party. Yeah. There were like nine of us in two hotel rooms. Yeah. I woke up. I was the only guy in the one room. <laughs> there were eight dudes in the other room all on the floor and stuff because I was snoring so loudly. Hey, they gave you your space. My wife used to leave our bedroom because she said I snored so loud. Right. But well, hey, you probably had to sleep on your back, right? No. Oh. I could not sleep on my back when I was heavy. I had to sleep on my side. Oh. Oh man, that had to be so uncomfortable. It killed my shoulders. Even today still my shoulders still hurt. Hey, but you're a much better man now. That's right. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, speaking of football, my wife keeps keeps volunteering me to do things for my daughter's marching band that you know plays the football games and everything. Okay. Now today I got to go record 17 band seniors to put together some sort of coll- like musical medley collage for the coach. And I'm like, I'm sorry, huh? <laughs> like what? Wait, what am I doing? She just keeps she volunteered me to DJ their formal. Which I'm like, okay, fine, I'll go do that. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll DJ standing yeah. on my head. You know, I'll rock that crowd. Do the kids know who Bruno Mars is? Uh, they're or? about to. I can tell you that much. <laughs> they're about to get a hot dose. But I'm like, wait, what am I doing today? She's like, okay, you're just going to go to the school. You're going to set up your microphone, your computer, your mic processor. <laughs> you're going to record these seniors saying a nice message to the coach. And then you're going to put together this song for them. I'm like, awesome. So what? Because I have so song? much I have so much free time. I think it's that maybe I'm maybe I shouldn't be saying anything on the radio, but they're they're gonna use the song that, that they're that they've been playing in the competitions and everything. Hot cross buns. And then I'm gonna take <laughs> the seniors being like, Hey, thank you for a great year or you know, whatever, saying thank you to the director mm-hmm. and I'm gonna overlay it over that song. And then you send it to some website, and they send you a QR code. And he can. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. Sounds like you got a great vision for this. This will be well done. <laughs> oh, well, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm like, hey, before you volunteer me for stuff, like, ask. Like, can I even do this? Because she's in these meetings, and she's, oh yeah, my husband can do that. He has all the equipment to do that. So why don't you just show up, look every one of them in the eye, and say, no. I mean, be, uh, who are you talking to? That's man? fair point. You know that's not me. Yeah. I'm going to show up and I'm going to dedicate my time to these kids and mm-hmm. you know record Which is them. nice. Which but, is good of you. Right, but I'm like, "Dang, can you stop volunteering me for things like before asking me?" Now, do you have to go to the school? Oh yeah. Oh, that's not good. I know. And she's like, "And then uh, by the way, next weekend you're helping set up props for the competition." The hell I am. I'm like, "Did anybody ask if I, maybe I had something going on, you know?" Either way. You know what? 
first world problem. And my daughter one day will maybe look back and be like, hey, that was awesome. My dad was always grumpy helping set things up for band. I was about to say, or my dad kept showing up at my high school. <laughs> I couldn't shake him. <laughs> no, I really do get nervous, though, walking through the high school. I'm like, I, you know, who do they think I am? Because it's pervert. Like, just on, on Saturday, <laughs> exactly. On Saturday, I had to go. There was a performance at the school, and I went in through like a back door somewhere that was just open. And I'm just like roaming through the school trying to find the gymnasium. And I'm like, if they, if somebody sees me, taste, it's a tasing without a doubt. But I was, I was like trying to hold my daughter's band shoes up high so they could see that I had a reason to be there. Right. <laughs> it was just because we live in a different time. That's true. But you know, hey, whatever. Good for you for doing all that. You're out of your mind for doing it. But I, I applaud you. I prayed that one day my kids will look back and be like, hey, my dad was always there. Always, everything, Always. all the time, lurking, uh, hovering, watching, <laughs> being obtrusive, <laughs> staring, the whole thing. Yeah. Hey, you, you know what? I, I plan on giving my kids plenty of space. <laughs> Explore it, children. Go. Don't come home. <laughs> Would, should we do some history? Come on. Let's do it then. I'm sorry. That was boring. No, it wasn't. My bad. I just, I didn't do much this weekend. Eh. And you watched football all weekend. Always, every day. That was awesome getting that text yesterday of you thanking everyone for being at your house. Yeah. I bet it was sounding like a great time. It was. It was a hoot. <laughs> a hoot nanny, if you will. <laughs> all right, Wood. Uh, it was on this day all the way back. Boy, uh, I wish we could change this. Back in 1926, <laughs> Henry Ford announced a five-day, eight-hour-a-day work week. Not bad. Could have been better. Four days would have been prime. Mm -hmm. But they didn't care about family back then. All they cared about was work. Well, right. I mean, you had to work. Otherwise, you know, kids died of malaria and whatnot. I'm just saying, like, dads weren't weren't expected to be home as much, you know? Mm -hmm. Get out there and work. But, yeah, so eight hours a day, five days a week, Henry Ford started that. Uh, It was on this day in 1990. replaces Chad Channing in Nirvana becoming their fifth and final drummer for the band. That's right. Listen to that, man. That's him right there. Still. God, how do you do that? One of the most amazing facts ever is Dave Grohl cannot read music. Right. And that's to me just shows you that sometimes some people just have that ability to make music. Yeah. It's just in him, right? And for everything that he has done in music, I found out over the weekend, did you know In Utero, which was like not the breakout album for Nirvana, it was the next one right, right. before they Kurt Cobain passed away, was recorded in Minnesota. I, I just, I learned that probably the same place you did. Mm-hmm. What's that? Incredibly talented. Man, I just, I, I love a good drum solo, man. I can get behind some. Woo-wee. All right. And it was on this day in 2016. And here's the golfer who is the master today, Arnold Palmer. Here's his wind-up putt. He gets a 70, which added to 269s and a 68 gives him a 276, 12 under par, and the Masters by six shots. 2016, golfer Arnold Palmer died. Mm -hmm. He was, uh, what, 87 years old? He he was up there, and, you know, he was really the representative of the working man. Okay. Way back versus, his battles versus Jack, who was seen as, like, the classy, high-end guy. Okay. But Arnold Palmer was, like, the working man, blue-collar, Arnie's army. Um, Of course, 
A hell of a drinks, man. Oh, too. the best drink there is, man. When you say when I'm trying to stay off the sauce, man, that's my go-to. Right there, you there. go. Delicious. Now, why is it called the Arnold Palmer? I couldn't tell you. I don't know if he invented it or if he just lent his name to a company that started slapping him around. I remember when he died, I got in trouble because someone was like, oh, what a tragedy. And I said, well, I don't know. Is someone dying at 87 really a tragedy? Oh, well, is it? Well, I'm so- if you're 87, you're probably like, yeah, that was that that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Skelly Jordan goes whistling by your hospital room. I just remember someone was like, "How dare you say that?" I was like, "No, I'm just saying. Like, if you make it to 87 and die, I don't. It's a really, good run. I don't think that's a tragedy. It's sad. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's a bummer, but a tragedy also depends on how you go out. Right. I think he just died peacefully, natural causes, surrounded by your family, right? Versus hit by a bus. Exactly. So you to know. me, look, someone dying at 100 years old, not a tragedy. It's sad. Again, I need more information before I'm labeling it yay or nay on that. Okay, yes, the manner in which you leave this world does have some say. Like, if you get eaten by an alligator in the grocery store, that's kind of a tragedy. Is it, though? I mean, what a legacy. What's an alligator doing in the grocery store? Because that's the biggest thing you've ever accomplished in your life. I don't care who you are. You could be Taylor Swift. If you get eaten by an alligator at the grocery store, that's what you'll be known for forever. You have just made your mark on history. It's tough to bounce back. Right? Yeah. And at the funeral, yes, it would be sad. You'd be like, damn, can you believe this? Get up there, start the eulogy, be like, yeah. no one's going <laughs> to believe this, but. Uh, celebrating some birthdays today. We got a couple. First one. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there, I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Will Smith, a.k.a. the Fresh Prince, celebrating a birthday today. Does he ever come all the way back? I don't think so, dude. I, I really don't. Like, I think his true colors show through, and he's just, the shine is off the penny. I think you're right. Like, there's something about him. I think, that, okay, I think there was always something about him that was kind of unlikable, but then he would kind of do things that, like, okay, yeah, we'll let it slide. And I think that just, it just showed he's not a likable guy. Because then everybody started coming out of the woodwork and be like, yeah, he's an a-hole. Yeah. I mean, you were Fresh Prince. Right. We expected the best out of you. You had it all. He's got to be 53 today. Ah, uh, you're close. He is actually the ripe old age <laughs> of 55 today. Okay. Uh, and then also celebrating a birthday today. Whoops. Celebrating a birthday today. Luke, be a Jedi tonight. Just be a Jedi tonight. Do it for Yoda while we serve our guests a soda. Uh, and do it for Chewie and the Ewoks and all the other puppets. <laughs> I have no idea whose birthday it is right now. It's Mark Hamill's birthday. Oh! Oh, okay. That's when he was on The Simpsons. That was a that's an old, old, old episode. And of course, he I think he's made more money off of Batman. Really? Vo- he is the voice of the, like the animated Joker, and has done obviously a ton with all of that. So that's awesome. I boy, and another dude who's so angry on social media. Is he? Yeah, like about poli- politics and oh, stuff. Gosh. It's like, guy, relax. Right. For some reason, old, rich, white people just get real angry about politics. I don't know if they just don't have anything better to do. Just chill out. But he's got to be like 72 today. Uh, you're close. He's actually the ripe old age of 73. Oh, okay. So he's, man, he's getting up there, isn't he? Well, you know. Now, if he it. were to die, it wouldn't be a tragedy because <laughs> he's crossed the threshold. Here we go. <laughs> Hey, think about it. Star Wars was late 70s? Yeah. Dang. That's wild. Mm. Uh, all right. Of course, if it's your birthday today, we want to wish you a happy birthday as well.